Easter. Well, there's a lot of pressure surrounding this day for pastors and volunteers, right? You're most likely going to see some people you have not seen for a while, and hopefully some people you've never seen before. Easter is one of the best times to reach and assimilate new people into your church family, but it doesn't happen by chance. We're going to talk about seven things that can help make your Easter Sunday special for everybody. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Episode 333 on the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. See, I got the episode this time. Nice. Yeah. 333, and easy to remember. That's right. I'll get it. So I get it once in a while. You know, I get it right once in a while. Episode 333 on our podcast that we have been doing for many moons, and actually doing more episodes than that, but this is where the count is. How are you today, Steve? Doing just wonderful. All right. Good. Good to know. And it's um, a windy day. We've had windy days here in Tucson, but uh, that's yes. part of the day. To my dermatologist, and he confirmed I did not have leprosy. So that was that was a good thing. Well, that is a good thing. We, we, I would have had to lay hands on you. Actually, yes. maybe it was not such a good idea. So you didn't. So all right, now so you just said that. So now you got to tell everybody. Well, why did you just say oh, you don't have leprosy? Anyway, I had a unusual rash break out on my torso, and uh, so decided to go to the. Doc, and oddly enough, I have all the weird diseases. And he goes, he asked me if I was sick with a cold or something about three weeks ago. And I thought about it. I go, I was. He goes, this rash is due to that cold or that whatever infection I had, nasal infection. He said he named it, but I can't repeat it because I, you know, you know, those uh, correct names. But he said it'll uh, it'll take a couple of weeks and uh, should go away. Most people, he said. Yeah, we talked about this the other day. It's interesting that you get some kind of a rash from having a cold. <laughs> I mean, I you am, know, <laughs> it was. I was looking at him like he was crazy too. Like, why do you care? And he, it supposedly it. Yeah. Anyway, it starts right. as a one spot and uh, one big spot, and then you get a bunch of little ones that that spread out from there. So, All right. Well, we'll have to do it. Enough about me. Yeah, I'll have to do a podcast about that with more details. So, <laughs> you know, you weren't down in Mexico. Like last week we had Mike on here, our yes. coworker, and he was actually, we were doing it. You know, we do this with Zoom. We're all over the map here. And he was down in Mexico doing doing the podcast with us, but you weren't down in Mexico. So no. not that I have anything against Mexicans or Mexico, but sometimes you can get stuff down there that, you know, you're not necessarily... Yeah. You know, but you get Montezuma's revenge. I don't, you get a, yeah. you get a rash down there. Uh, it depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> All right. So today we are going to talk about the, the, t- the topic is called, are you ready? And uh, it's pertaining to Easter. Easter is coming up this weekend. So we're going to get this podcast out right away. So people have plenty of time to follow up on the things that we talk about today on the church solutions podcast. Are you ready? So, 
You know, have seven ideas to make sure your team is ready. I have seven ideas. And, you know, when I was writing this last week, I thought, well, you know, COVID's dissipating and, you know, the pandemic's starting to, but I'm looking and Arizona's one of them. There's more cases popping up in the East and uh, here in Arizona of COVID. So I, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, but uh, I wrote this because I was thinking, well, more and more people are going to start coming to church now since the pandemic has subsided to some degree. And uh, I don't know. It depends on what part of the country you're in. So uh, regardless, let's talk a little bit about this. Easter's coming up. Normally, one of the most attended times, attended Sundays of, of, of the year uh, for churches. Christmas is the other one. So you got some great opportunities here to reach people, to connect with people. So uh, are you ready? Let's talk about some things that you should be doing this Easter for this Easter service. Shall we? We shall. All right. So this is number one on our list. You put be intentional. What so, do you mean by that? Well, so what I mean by that is, is really give it some thought. If you haven't already, you still have a few days left. Give it some thought on what's going on in the service. Uh, I mean, we're talking about details here. If you're a senior pastor or a leader that's not real detail oriented, let somebody who has details handle this. But you want to make sure that you have everything set up right, uh, that you've got people in place, People understand the importance of this Sunday, and uh, quite frankly, it's a big deal. So you need to make a big deal about it, and you need to make sure that you've got people that are in the right position to to reach out. And and greeters, people maybe helping with the parking lot, Uh, we'll get to the AV team here in a moment, children's workers, uh, you know, make sure that you're intentional, that everybody's uh, understanding, you know, what their, what the vision is and what you're trying to accomplish this particular Sunday and the Sundays beyond. Yeah, you mentioned in our notes that all hands on deck. So this is, yeah. like you said, one of the two biggest Sundays yeah. of the year, which means you're going to need yeah. uh, your best players and a lot, most of your players uh, yeah. to help pull it off. So, yeah. 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 And that kind of leads into number two, the second point about this thing. And the second point is, you know, you want to ask people, your members to really be willing to sacrifice, at least for this Sunday. (laughs) And and in other words, you know, uh, as we just said, this is important. And so, uh, you know, hopefully you've been prepping people the weeks coming up to Easter here. Uh, But if you haven't been, you can start right away and start, you know, sending out a newsletter talking about, uh, you know, the, uh, what you want to accomplish here and why it's so important to be able to come a little early. Those of who are volunteering, those who are involved, come a little early, uh, help out again. Uh, you probably, you might need more, more workers in the children's area, maybe. So, you know, ask people, Hey, you know, will you give a little bit of time this Sunday uh, for whatever to, area of, of, of ministry it is in the church, in the facility, as well as online. Yeah. I remember uh, we had, when we moved into our new facility, it was a big deal. Yeah. And um, we quickly ran out of parking space and um, yeah. just, you know, things have kind of died down because we did a new construction and, and the first several weeks it was, they asked the, those that were more committed to the ministry to 
park and back and walk a little further and right. um you know and maybe if you were volunteering you know one month a oh, one sunday a month to let consider two or maybe three going while you go through this thing so yeah. this would be yeah. an opportunity to yeah. bring your uh people to have them jump in and serve right and and it's maybe not necessarily all volunteers but like you know for us uh I, I would have people who would, uh, I would ask regular attenders, hey, this, this particular Sunday, you know, come sit in the front. Because when new people come, <laughs> where the new people normally go, they want to sit in the back. Most of them do. And so if all your regular people are hanging out in the back and they got all the seats in the back, then you're making the new people or people that maybe don't come as often have to get through everybody and sit up in the front, which for some people that's very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And, and so look, if you're a regular attender, you know, get out of your comfort zone for a change and, and, and sit in the front, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that there's seats in the back. <laughs> so the new people can, or newer people can, can be in the back and be a little comfortable where they're not, yeah. you know, they're in their comfort zone. Yeah. Or, uh, thing that happens at our church a lot is um, best seats are on the aisle, right? So right. they'll come and, oh, here's an aisle seat. And yep. then, then everyone's got to walk over you to get to the seats that are available in the middle. So, yeah. Yeah. We've done that too. We've said the same thing and it goes with parking too, right? I mean, uh, you know, Hey, uh, park, you know, park in the back or park somewhere that, you know, let the newer people have a closer parking space. And the place I used to be a part of, you know, I, I was working part-time as executive director of this church, and we actually had a lot next door that was like an overflow lot. And I asked everybody, hey, this Easter, you guys who are regular attenders, park in the overflow lot. Yeah, you got to walk another 30 feet or 40 feet, maybe, maybe a little more, maybe it was 60 feet. But, you know, let so that way, the people that come have good parking spaces, you know, close to the facility, close to the doors. And, you know, this is what I'm talking about when I say sacrifice. Ask your people to sacrifice. What can they do so that they make newer people a little more comfortable so it's easier for new people to come and, and have a good experience? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So number three on our list for prepping for Easter. Yeah. Uh, number three, and, and this is primarily directed towards the speaker, uh, you know, the, the senior pastor, the person that's giving the message, the talk, the sermon, whatever you want to call it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. So Easter, you know, is a wonderful time. People will come. And there's a tendency because if you've been a pastor for a while, uh, you know, there's a tendency like, okay, Easter, here we go again, Easter. I've been doing this now for 25 years, Easter, Easter. And so you, there's a tendency sometimes to try to spice it up a little bit or try to do something a little different. And I'm not saying you don't get creative, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you can overthink it and you can take the simplicity, so to speak, out of the Easter message. Right. You don't want to gimmick it up, huh? Yeah. I mean, again, uh, I'm all for creativity. You know, maybe a good video or something. If you use videos, I, I think everybody should use videos once in a while in their messages, uh, some illustrations, those kind of things. I'm not saying you don't do some of that stuff, but I don't know. I mean, sometimes you can just overthink things enough where you just miss 
the message. You miss the mm-hmm. message of Easter, the message of, of the resurrection, the hope, you know, that people want to have. It's a pretty good message all on its own. So don't get in the way, huh? Yeah, it and, really uh, is. <laughs> I, I mean, and look, you know, as, as somebody who, you know, I was, I've given lots of Easter messages as a senior leader and, and what have you. And, you know, you get tired. I mean, I hate to say it, but sometimes you get a little tired of it. You get this fatigue, you know, okay, this is the topic again. We're on Easter again. And, and you got to remember, not everybody hears that all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you give people the Easter message, it's simple message of hope, you know, message of power, message of overcoming those kind of things people need to hear, especially in, in, in the age we're in right now, where there's just been a lot of struggles the last two or three years, you know, because of the pandemic and everything that goes along with it. So uh, the message of hope, the message of overcoming, the message, message of strength, you know, those kind of things are, are important. So don't overthink it. All right. So number four is make sure your AV team is up to speed. <laughs> make sure the audio video team is up to speed. So sometimes you'll have some extra things going on for Easter. Uh, and again, there's a tendency to try to get creative. And again, nothing wrong with that. But you may have a, you may have a special video. I don't know. You may have some special images. There may be even, I don't know, special music, uh, maybe special guests that are going to be on the platform. And if your AV team, if your audio video team, and this includes people doing the streaming, if they're not ready for this and you just throw it on them Sunday morning, hey, you know, we're going to do this now. We're going to do that. We're going to throw this up. They're not ready for it. Uh, it can spell disaster. <laughs> you know, you got to run the video and the video doesn't run or it doesn't load or something happens or the, the image comes out backwards. Or if you have somebody coming up to do a testimony that normally you don't have somebody get up and talk besides the, the senior leader, the senior pastor, that person gets up, the mic isn't on or the mic is on, but it's, it's, <laughs> you know, those kind of things that if your audio video team is not ready and don't have some time to practice, uh, it cannot be a good experience for people who are either watching the stream or, you know, sitting there in the, in the congregation. Yeah. And uh, we've had, I mean, sometimes you can get really fancy with this and <laughs> maybe Easter's not the best time to, to get super complicated, but yeah, we've done even um, remote baptisms using two-way calls that are streamed and piped into the sanctuary and then also fed into the stream and just, you know, all kinds of. I was part of that one time. I walked around with a camera in my head. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I do remember that. (laughs) I was walking around the building. And we were streaming both there and showing it in the, in the sanctuary. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, the the level of complication especially if you're going to do something very special you want to make sure that i mean you're you're adding variables to the equation of things that can go wrong so you want to make sure that you do the adequate testing and make sure that everything's in order yeah even if it's not even if it's not overly complicated you know just adding a couple extra things it can, especially with the pressure of Easter and, you know, a lot of activity going on, it can, it can really create tension and stress 
for the people having to implement that stuff. So, you know, even, even extra images, I mean, stuff that, that you might think, Oh, this is easy. They can do this or they can, you know, we can wire up so-and-so that get up and do a testimony. If they're not ready for it, uh, it can, it can create a, create stress. And again, as I said, it just, it just does not make for an overall good experience for everybody. Yeah. So number five, and I think, a lot of churches do this, and I think it's a great thing to do, yeah. which is start a new message series on Easter. And so why would one want to start a brand new series on Easter? Yeah, so when we say message series, you know, we're talking about, you know, four or five messages, maybe about a specific topic, uh, maybe maybe more, maybe less. Aren't most churches? I don't know. No, no. Most not. churches doing teaching in series where they say, oh, we're teaching on the book of Romans or we're teaching on, you know, whatever. Yeah, some are. I think it's more than it used to be. I, I think, yeah. you know, we, we, you and I have been experienced that all the time. That's what we, we did topics and stuff. But I, right. I think the idea is, you know, you're going to introduce it's Easter Sunday. So, you know, I don't know, you, you, you let's say you do a, a, a series on hope, you know, and so uh, hope, hope today and today's, pandemic world or whatever, you know, and, and so you could make that, you know, Easter is always all about hope. And so you could say, Hey, we're kicking off a brand new series today. We're talking about hope for you. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about different aspects of hope in the next few weeks. So uh, thanks for coming here for Easter and uh, come back, you know, come back. And the idea is, is you ask why do it? Well, the idea is, you know, bring people back. So do a good job on the series topic, whatever that might be. Yeah. And, and do a good and, job on that first one. Yeah, <laughs> that, do a good that job. Easter service. <laughs> that and, Easter and, service. So they want to go, how does this thing end? Let's come yeah. back next time. Yeah. Uh, and, and have them come back for more. And, and so, you know, I mean, it's something that instead of just jumping around and, and you could do it in a book. Yeah, you could you could do something in, in a specific book in the Bible, you know, but kick it off and then and, and give people reasons to come back. And uh, I think that uh, when you do that, it, it really, you know, it really adds to the experience. And again, it's, it's an opportunity for people to say, hey, I'm going to check this out again. That was a good topic. That was interesting. It really helped me. It, 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 need, it was it fit the needs of my family. And, and uh, we're going to come back and, and hear some more. Right. Yep. Sounds good. So number six, make people feel welcome. Yeah. So I, you probably see my notes here, but I do see your notes here. So why wouldn't we make them feel welcome? Well, so, you know, I am the master of sarcasm. Uh, it's a spiritual gift. No, it's, it's not. I, I had a guy I worked with. He, 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 he hated my sarcasm. I think, I think his dad was sarcastic or something. So it triggered him, but, um, um, it's easy, you know, it's easy to get up there if you're a senior leader and go, ah, it's really great to see some of you guys after the past six months or a year, you know, <laughs> glad you finally made it for another Easter service. And you know, what I'm getting at is it's easy to, to kind of jump on people because they only come to church twice a year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's easy to, to kind of passive aggressively get on there and, 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 and make them feel kind of bad because you're, you want to see them more often and you think they should be coming more often. And so it comes out in something that you say or the way you say it. And uh, look, it's easy to do. I mean, I, I'm good at that and I have to be careful about that. And, and so, 
you want to make people feel welcome. And, and, and by that, I mean, it's, you know, it starts not, not just in your talk and what your in your sermon is, but it, it also carries on into the parking lot, you know, the mm-hmm. greeters, the children's workers, you know, and you want to do your best to enable them to have a good experience. And uh, I think if you can do that, it will really. Yeah. And we've got a, um, or you have, you're much closer to, there's a, a someone, you know, that, that does the, um, what do they call it? Uh, hidden visitor. Oh, stuff, secrets. Or... They used to call it the secret, secret shopper, I think. Oh, what, that was this, yeah. He did the secret chopper, but there was uh, actually a magazine that that I get. I don't know, uh, but they always had an article in the back that where they were interviewing first time people from Church X Y Z, yeah. and they go through from like you said, you know, they said, well, I had a hard time finding the parking spot because they didn't know where to do this, and the signs were all you know knocked down, and and then I got in and the the there was a guy there ushering, but he seemed too interested in talking with his buddies. So I went around, didn't know where to take my kids. And, you know, it's all, a lot of stuff happens before they get in the sanctuary and get to yeah. listening to the pastor's message. So yeah. it's yeah. A, a, you know, a, a thing that everyone can participate in and they would, you know, they get to the point, the pastor's message was great. And as we left, we met these people that were really good, but I'm not coming back because, you know, the greeter out front was too busy to talk to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, it does happen. And uh, I remember I I started this um, church in Kansas and I started with four families and they had been involved in, in a church before us and they just were not used to visitors. And so it took a long time, but we, I think, succeeded and actually if I really want to get, get real here, I had the same issue with uh, a local community here in town that I took over, you know, a few years ago that I actually I didn't take over. I was their executive pastor. It was kind of the same thing. They weren't used to visitors. And so when somebody new would come in, you know, like you said, somebody be in a corner talking to their buddy, talking about the weekend or talking about the game, you know? And so it took, it took a little bit of effort and energy, actually quite a bit, to help people focus on, Hey, look, this is Sunday morning. New people are showing up, focus on them. You can always get with your buddies later or Mm -hmm. during the week or whatever, but you know, this is a time to really reach out to people that are coming. So give them some attention. Don't smother them, but at least make yourself available to them. And, and I saw that in several groups that I worked with over the years. Um, It's one of the advantages, not many advantages, but there's an advantage of being a smaller church, right? Because you can, most of the time, I mean, it used to be that way at my church where it was, you could just tell, like, oh, here's a new person. I, you know, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and yeah. and go talk to them. But now once you get to be a bigger church, you're like, hmm. Yeah. Or you run up to somebody and go, oh, I've never seen you around. You must be a first timer. They go, no, I've been coming here for 10 years. I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, I always, and I even had this issue too. We, we always had a lot of visitors and, and I was always, I would greet somebody and I couldn't remember if I knew them or not. And so I would just say, hi. So, you know, I would just kind of play it by ear. I go, so, you know, 
help me understand, help me remember now, you know, I would, I would try to fish without being too obvious, but yet I didn't want to be insulting either to see right. if they had been here before, you know, cause I've had the same yeah. issue. I've shaken hands and said, Oh, you're new here. No, I've been coming for the last six months. And it's like, Oh, sorry. So, you know, there's tactful ways to do it, but the bottom line is, you know, try to pay attention and, and everybody needs to be a part of this, you know, not just mm-hmm. the senior leaders or the right. ushers and greets. Everybody should be a part of this. Make people, people feel welcome. Go out of your way to help people find the bathroom or the yes. children's area. All right. <laughs> and then like number seven on our list. Yeah. Number seven. And by the way, all these, you know, we're talking about Easter here, but all this stuff is applicable, right? I mean, every, mm-hmm. every Sunday really it's applicable. Yeah. All right. So number seven on our ways to, our, as we ask the question, are you ready? Number seven, plan a follow-up, plan a follow-up. Now we have beat this horse to death the last probably two or three months here on this podcast and in our blog articles, but follow-up is so important. Uh, to people. And uh, we talked, I think, was it last week here on this podcast? And it's, it's, I think on our blog, right? Blog.streamingchurch.tv, blog.streamingchurch.tv. We talked about connection card. Uh, you really and need to what have to a, put on it. What the, the put four on. things, the four things you need to put on the connection yeah, card. Good, yes. Good memory. So uh, connection card, communication card, I don't know, visitors card, whatever you want to call it. But uh, you know, you should have one of those ready. Uh, if you missed the podcast last week, you can listen to it or read the blog, but, but you want to follow up. You want to be able to get people's information in a non-threatening way. <laughs> so you want to have a, a welcome center somewhere in your, your, in your facility where people know, Hey, I can go here to get more information. I can go here to, you know, Mike was talking about giveaways, you know, maybe yeah, or, the first time. or provide some feedback on the service. We want to hear from you. Kind yeah. of like, you know, everybody's not everyone, but a lot of people are used to like commenting on a YouTube video or so provide those. Yeah. You know, ask for that feedback and provide an opportunity for them to. Right. Yeah. To so, contribute. but you know, the plan, the, the key word here is plan. <laughs> Because uh, it's not going to happen automatically, you know, so you want to have some kind of a plan or strategy. Okay, you know, if we get five new people this Sunday or five new families, you know, what are we going to do with this? Okay, we if we get their information, hopefully we have something, an email address or something, you know, who's following up? Well, how are we going to do it? You know, there's lots of information out there that we have, as well as other people have about how to have an effective follow up and uh, take advantage of it. Because, again, this is a great opportunity, you know. Easter Sunday is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, those are the top seven yeah, ideas the, to prep you for, for Easter. The top seven things. So we'd love to get your feedback. I haven't asked for it lately, but uh, if you've got some other ideas, folks, give it to us. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our companies, one of our products, I should say. And, uh, you know, we're all about helping churches. It's not just about streaming video but we have lots of, of, of features and tools with mobile apps and we have my church daily. So if you get a chance, check out MyChurchDaily.com, And uh, this is, gives you the opportunity to be on Amazon Alexa devices. You can do a flash briefing. Uh, you can connect with your people every day of the week with a short little flash briefing. Uh, easy to do. MyChurchDaily.com. Check it out. And by all means, please subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you get 
your podcast. Look for Church Solutions Podcast, and we are on just about everywhere. I don't know. Are we on Amazon yet, or did we get on there? You know, I assume we are everywhere that, well, Apple picks you up, and then everyone else just takes Apple's list. Yeah, I think there's a couple. I know know we had to get on Spotify. We had to do Spotify. We were on Spotify, and and, uh, I think we're trying to get on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn has some kind of a platform or something and i'm not sure if we're on amazon or not but we should be so anyhow church solutions podcast subscribe to us and uh and again like us you know let us let give give us a little review we'd love to hear from you uh because we try to do this to help uh churches and people involved in churches so there you have it all right sounds good all right steve lacy thank you so much for your input today glad to be here and most of all thank you folks for listening to another episode of the church solutions podcast please take care of yourself and each other and we'll catch you next time until then